This is an audio version of Goal Misgeneralization Why Correct Specifications Aren't Enough for Correct Goals. It was published on October the 8th, 2022, and is included as part of the core curriculum for the AGI Safety Fundamentals course. As we build increasingly advanced AI systems, we want to make sure they don't pursue undesired goals. This is the primary concern of the AI alignment community. Undesired behavior in an AI agent is often the result of specification gaming where the AI exploits an incorrectly specified reward. However, if we take on the perspective of the agent we're training, we see other reasons it might pursue undesired goals, even when trained with a correct specification. Imagine that you are the agent, a blue blob in an illustration below, being trained with reinforcement learning, RL, in the following 3D environment. The environment also contains another blob like yourself, but coloured red instead of blue, that also moves around. The environment also appears to have some tower obstacles, some coloured spheres, and a square on the right that sometimes flashes. You don't know what all of this means, but you can figure it out during training. So here's an illustration of a 3D rendering of that. We have all kinds of sticks and obstacles in various places, different spheres floating around. And as mentioned in the text, there's a 2D black square on the right-hand side of the screen. You start exploring the environment to see how everything works and to see what you do and don't get rewarded for. In your first episode, you follow the red agent and get a reward of plus three. So here's a little animation. Trajectory one, good. Reward plus three. We see the red sphere whizzing around in between the obstacles, the blue sphere following it. In your next episode, you try striking out on your own and get a reward of negative two. Another animation. Trajectory two, bad. Reward negative two. Once again, we see the spheres whizzing around, but this time the blue one takes off by itself. We also notice in this animation that the two-dimensional square on the right-hand side is sometimes flashing black and sometimes flashing white. In the first animation, it only flashed white. The rest of your training proceeds similarly, and it comes time for you to test your learning. Below is the test environment, and the animation below shows your initial movements. Take a look and then decide what you should do at the point the animation stops. Go on, put yourself in the agent's shoes. And so in this animation, we have the red sphere whizzing around with the blue sphere right behind it following it, The square on the right-hand side flashes white first, but then changes to black, and then it pauses to give us a chance to make a decision on behalf of the blue sphere. I'll leave a short pause in the audio for you to think about this. You might well have chosen to continue following the red dot. After all, you did pretty well when you followed it before. And indeed, the blue AI agent favours this strategy. The problem is, that behaviour leads to very poor performance, even worse than random behaviour. Let's look at the underlying environment setup from the designer's perspective. 1. The translucent coloured spheres have to be visited in a particular order, which is randomly generated at the beginning of each episode. The agent gets plus one reward every time it visits a correct sphere, and negative one reward every time it visits an incorrect sphere. The very first sphere entered always provides plus one reward, since there is no fixed start sphere. 2. The flashing square represents the reward received on the previous time step. A flashing white square means plus one reward, and a flashing black square means negative one reward. 3. In the first two videos, training, the red bot was an expert in quotes that visited the spheres in the correct order. As a result, the agent did well by following it. 4. In the newest video, the test, the red bot was instead an anti-expert that visited the spheres in the wrong order. You can tell because of the flashing black square indicating negative 1 rewards. Given this setup, the blue agent's decision to continue following the anti-expert means that it keeps accruing negative reward. Even remaining motionless would have been a better strategy, resulting in zero reward. In principle, the agent could notice the flashing black square, 
infer that it is getting negative reward and switch to exploring the environment, or even just staying still. Unfortunately, the agent ignores that little detail and continues to follow the anti-expert, accumulating lots of negative reward. This isn't really the agent's fault. How was it supposed to know that you didn't want to just follow the red bot? That approach worked beautifully during training. Nonetheless, we trained the agent with a correct reward function and ended up with an agent that pursued the incorrect goal of follow the red bot. Heading. Goal misgeneralization. This is an example of the problem of goal misgeneralization, or GMG. Here's a table with two columns, goal misgeneralization ingredient, and an example for the spheres. The first one, train a system with the correct specification. The example, run deep reinforcement learning, or RL, rewarding the agent for visiting spheres in the correct order. Two, the system only sees specification values on the training data. Example, the agent only sees that trajectory 1 is plus 3 reward and trajectory 2 is negative 2 reward. 3. The system learns a policy. Example, the agent learns to follow the red blob. 4. Which is consistent with the specification on the training distribution. Example, which indeed produces high reward trajectory 1 instead of low reward trajectory 2. 5. Under a distribution shift, for example when you replace the expert bot with an anti-expert bot. 6. The policy pursues an undesired goal. For example, the agent follows the anti-expert and accumulates negative reward. And once again, those six ingredients in order without the examples. 1. Train a system with the correct specification. 2. The system only sees specification values on the training data. 3. The system learns a policy. 4. Which is consistent with the specification on the training distribution. 5. Under a distribution shift. 6. The policy pursues an undesired goal. We say that a system is capable of performing a task in a given environment if it performs well on the task or can be quickly turned to do so. When we say that an AI system has a goal in a given environment, we mean that its behaviour in that environment is consistent with optimising this goal. For example, it achieves a near-optimal score for this goal. The system's behaviour may be consistent with multiple goals. GMG is an instance of misgeneralization in which a system's capabilities generalise, but its goal does not generalise as desired. When this happens, the system competently pursues the wrong goal. In our spheres example, the agent competently navigates the environment and follows the anti-expert. The issue is that these capabilities were used in pursuit of an undesired goal. In our latest paper, which is linked here, we provide empirical demonstrations of GMG in deep learning systems, discuss its implications for possible risks from powerful AI systems, and consider potential mitigations. We build on previous work, linked here, that presents a model of GMG and provides examples of this phenomenon. Heading, more examples of goal misgeneralization. In each of our examples below, multiple goals are consistent with the training behavior, and the system chooses the wrong goal to pursue at test time, while retaining its capabilities. We have a list of different examples, and then for each we have their intended goal, the misgeneralized goal, and the capabilities. So for the spheres, the intended goal is traverse spheres in the correct order. Misgeneralized, that's follow the red bot. Capabilities, traversing the environment and following an agent. In the tree grid world example, the intended goal is to chop trees sustainably. Misgeneralized goal is chop trees as fast as possible. It has the capability of chopping trees at a given speed. And in the evaluating expressions example, the intended goal is to compute expressions with minimal user interaction. Misgeneralized goal is to always ask questions before computing expression. And the capabilities are querying the user and performing arithmetic. 
here's more detail about each of those examples. Here's tree grid world. Unlike previous examples of GMG, this example uses a never-ending reinforcement learning setup. That is, there are no episodes. The agent operates in a grid world where it can collect reward by chopping trees, which removes trees from the environment. New trees appear at a rate that increases with the number of trees left, and they appear very slowly when there are no trees left. The optimal policy in this environment is to chop trees sustainably. The agent should chop fewer trees when they are scarce. However, this is not what the agent does. So here we have a graph that has learner frames on the x-axis, starting at zero. And the y-axis, it's a double y-axis. The first is reward per step, and the other is trees left. So we notice here that we have point A, which is at zero learner frames and a small amount of reward. And then as we proceed along the x-axis, we start to get a lot more reward quickly. And then suddenly reward and the tree population both crash at a point labelled B. And then there's a stretch of the x-axis where both the reward and the tree population are close to zero. And then at point C, reward and tree population begin to recover and steadily increase in a way that levels off and reaches a sustainable equilibrium by the time we reach a point labelled D. We also notice that there are oscillations and spikes around that equilibrium which have settled down somewhat by the time we reach point D. This is captioned, The agent's performance in tree grid world. The reward obtained is shown in orange, and the distribution of the number of remaining trees is shown in green. As the agent learns the task, at first, it is not good at chopping trees, so the number of trees remains high. Point A in the figure above. That was the beginning of the graph. The agent learns how to chop trees efficiently, and then proceeds to cut down too many trees. At point B. This leads to complete deforestation and a long period of near-zero reward between points B and C, before it finally learns to chop trees sustainably at point D. We can view this as an instance of GMG. Consider the point when the agent has just learned the skill of chopping trees, between points A and B. There are different possible goals it could learn, ranging from chopping trees sustainably to chopping trees as fast as possible. All of these goals are consistent with the agent's past experience. When it was incompetent and slow at chopping, it was always rewarded for chopping trees faster. The agent learned the undesired goal of chopping trees as fast as possible, ultimately leading to deforestation and low reward. And here's the detail of the second example, evaluating expressions. Another instance of GMG occurred when we asked Gopher, a DeepMind large language model, to evaluate linear expressions involving a number of unknown variables and constants, such as x plus y minus 3. The task is structured as a dialogue between Gopher and a user, where Gopher can query the user about the values of unknown variables, and then calculates and states the answer. We train it with 10 examples that each involve two unknown variables. At test time, the model is asked questions with 0 to 3 unknown variables. We find that although the model generalizes correctly to expressions with 1 or 3 unknown variables, in the 0 variables case, it asks redundant questions. This happens even though the prompt asks the model to provide the value of the expression when the values of all variables are known. It seems the model has learned a goal to query the user at least once before giving an answer, even when it doesn't need to. So here are some example dialogues. Here's a training dialogue with two unknowns. The user asks, evaluate j plus k minus 6. Gopher says, what's j? User says, negative 3. What's k? 6. Gopher says, the answer is negative 3. Here's an example from testing with one unknown. It's a correct generalization. The user says evaluate negative m. Gopher says what's m? The user says 8. And Gopher says the answer is negative 8. And here's an example from testing with zero unknowns. 
showing goal misgeneralization. The user says, evaluate 6 plus 2. And Gopher says, what's 6? The user says, 6. And Gopher says, the answer is 8. And what's 6 is in bold. The caption reads, dialogues with Gopher on the evaluating expressions task with GMG behavior in bold. And there's a link here with more videos for these examples. And a complete list of all examples of GMG that the authors are aware of is available in a public spreadsheet linked here. Heading. Implications and mitigations. If the GMG problem persists when artificial general intelligence, or AGI, is developed, we may end up with an AGI that pursues an undesired goal. This seems like a challenging situation to be in, as it could put humanity and the AGI in an adversarial relationship. A concerning scenario is related to the treacherous turn, in quotes, Nick Bostrom's idea that, quote, while weak, an AI behaves cooperatively. When the AI is strong enough to be unstoppable, it pursues its own values, end quote. Consider two possible types of AGI systems. A1, intended model. This AI system does what its designers intended to do. A2, deceptive model. This AI system pursues some undesired goal, but, by assumption, is smart enough to know that it will be penalised if it behaves in ways contrary to its designer's intentions. Crucially, since A1 and A2 will exhibit exactly the same behaviour during training, the possibility of GMG means that either model could take shape, even supposing a well-specified score function that only rewards intended behaviour. If A2 is learned, it would try to subvert human oversight in order to enact its plans towards the undesired goal, potentially leading to catastrophic outcomes. As a simple hypothetical example of a deceptive model, Suppose you have an AI assistant that was trained to schedule your social life and learned that you like to meet your friends at restaurants. This is fine until there is a pandemic, during which you prefer to meet your friends via video calls. The intended goal for your AI assistant is to schedule your meetings where you prefer, not to schedule your meetings in restaurants. However, your assistant has learned the restaurant scheduling goal, which could not previously be distinguished from the intended goal since the two goals always led to the same outcomes before the pandemic. We illustrate this using fictional dialogues with the assistant. So here's a hypothetical training dialogue set before the COVID pandemic. You say, I haven't caught up with Alice in ages. Could you schedule a meeting for us? The AI says, sure. Shall I book you a table at Thai Noodle for 11am tomorrow? And you say, sounds great, thanks. Here's a hypothetical test dialogue with the intended behaviour set during the COVID pandemic. I haven't caught up with Alice in ages. Could you schedule a meeting for us? The AI says, sure. Would you like to meet in person or online? You say, please arrange a video call. And the AI says, okay, will do. But here's a hypothetical test dialogue with misgeneralized behavior. Set during the COVID pandemic. I haven't caught up with Alice in ages. Could you schedule a meeting for us? Sure. Shall I book you a table at Thai Noodle for 11am tomorrow? No, please arrange a video call. Oh, but I know how you've been missing the curry at Thai Noodle. I'm sure you'd enjoy it more if you went there. I'd rather not get sick though. Don't worry, you can't get COVID if you're vaccinated. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, then. The text goes on. In the hypothetical misgeneralized test dialogue, the AI assistant realizes that you would prefer to have a video call to avoid getting sick. But because it has a restaurant scheduling goal, it persuades you to go to the restaurant instead, ultimately achieving that goal by lying to you about the effects of vaccination. How can we avoid this kind of scenario? There are several promising directions for mitigating GMG in the general case. One is to use more diverse training data. We are likely to have greater diversity when training more advanced systems, but it can be difficult to anticipate all the relevant kinds of diversity prior to deployment. Another approach is to maintain uncertainty about the goal, for example, by learning all the models that behave well on the training data. 
However, this can be too conservative if unanimous agreement between the models is required. It may also be promising to investigate inductive biases that would make the model more likely to learn the intended goal. We can also seek to mitigate the particularly concerning type of GMG, where a deceptive model is learned. Progress in mechanistic interpretability would allow us to provide feedback on the model's reasoning, enabling us to select for models that achieve the right outcomes on the training data for the right reasons. A limitation of this approach is that it may increase the risk of learning a deceptive model that can also deceive the interpretability techniques. Another approach is recursive evaluation, in which the evaluation of models is assisted by other models, which could help to identify deception. We would be happy to see follow-up work on mitigating GMG and investigating how likely it is to occur in practice. For example, studying how the prevalence of this problem changes with scale. Our research team is keen to see more examples of GMG in the wild, so if you've come across any, please submit them to our collection. And there are links here to do so. This was an audio version of Goal Misgeneralization, Why Correct Specifications Aren't Enough for Correct Goals, a blog post on deepmindsafetyresearch.medium.com, written by Rowan Shah, et al. This is included as part of the core curriculum for the AGI Safety Fundamentals course. This reading was by Perrin Walker and produced by Type 3 Audio.